Hello, gatherers. This show is brought to you by ComicWow.com. If you love comics, check out ComicWow.com, your media hub devoted to comics, comic industry, and the pop culture that surrounds it. Now, on with the show. Welcome to the 56th episode of The Gathering. We are a group of geeks based out here in the weather outside is frightful indeed, Southern California. Let's start with introductions and the question of the week, which is, what is your guilty pleasure show to watch? And uh, let's not start with me, but start off to the left with... Here is Jeff, and you guys know me from Indie Comics with Jeff. Uh, my particular guilty pleasure show to watch would have to be a show from the 70s called uh, Welcome Back, Cotter. Oh my god! I, lo- I love that show because I just love to watch John Travolta's Barbarino and everything, <laughs> and I, and I and I love the dang song. Uh, welcome back, welcome back, welcome Wait, back. This, this, this is a good point. Are we talking about shows we're currently watching, or no? Okay, like basically, you watch a show and you don't really tell anybody. It's just one of those. You kind of cringe and grin whenever like, you have like, to you're tell like, them. Man, I don't know why I love this show, but I do. It is why my. Why gu- do I love this show? It's, like, my, it's my guilty pleasure in the sense that. So much of that darn show is politically incorrect nowadays, yeah. and well, well ridic- from the 70s, so. ridiculously just, incorrect or politically incorrect. A guilty pleasure, yeah. It's just something that's like basically where you're like, man, I probably shouldn't like this anymore, or I probably shouldn't like this yeah. at all, or everyone's like, why do you like that one? Or it's something you're just like, I don't know why I love it, but I love it. It's like one of those things. It's just a guilty pleasure, you know. It's it's like different. And you just keep watching emotions. it anyway. Exactly. Yeah. And for me, it's for me. I think the good part of it is that damn song. I think if that song wasn't the <laughs> intro, I probably would have ditched it a long time ago. It's just it's one of those feel good songs, man. That or like Charles in Charge. <laughs> <laughs> now that I could probably ditch actually, because that actually gets tiresome after a while. Charles in Charge. <laughs> I've told you. I've warned. <laughs> I've warned you. <laughs> All righty. And this next. Is, uh, this is Tyler, and uh, my guilty pleasure show is. Man, I feel so bad because I don't believe in any of this stuff. Like, I'm sure it exists, but for me, I don't believe in it like whatsoever. But Say I it. love the show so Say much. It. Say it. Ghost Adventures. I oh, it's a good show. Love Ghost Adventures. How freaking dare it's you? Why so are you guilty? <laughs> because I, I, I don't believe in it. It's so fake. I'm I'm sure it's mostly it's almost all fake. Is it the setup that intrigues you about it, or no, what? No, because Zach Bagans is. So overdramatic. He's like he's like the Will Shatner of wait, wait. like of documentary people. How uh, is it fake? Close. There's no ghosts. There's no ghosts for them to fake. Yeah, but there's those EVPs and then they it, have. Is the... Ghost Adventure the one that has the medium named Sam? No. Or whatever. No. no, no. no. It's that's uh, the the, it's... the 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 dude bro guys, right? That's yeah, the one? yeah, the dude bros. Yeah. The dude bros. Why don't you dig yourself out of there and come get me? And oh, like that, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh yeah, that one. I just got a bad feel. <laughs> look at my hair. My hair sticking up. You guys, look at me, um, bro. <laughs> dude, bro. My God, that dude is the William Shatner man. My God, he's exactly the William like Shatner it. of like documentary of like the whole documentary scene, I guess, or genre. But yeah, I don't yeah. think there's anything to be ashamed of there. I like shows like that. Those it like, it's, it's, I I love the show and I hate it at the same time. I hate the fact I'm watching it now with Haley, um, and we are, we. I'm rewatching. I think for the third time in a row. In I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Haley. I'm real sorry. <laughs> she loves it. No, I'm just kidding. That's mine too. <laughs> but yeah, no, she loves it. I love it. All right. Cool. So this is Catherine, and it's going to be completely different from all these other answers. But my guilty pleasure show is Gossip Girl. <laughs> yeah. That's a frightening show. And uh, I, I suddenly we have back. a bunch of grasshoppers starting to run to run their legs against <laughs> exactly, each other. Exactly, which is why I'm like, nobody here you will understand not... it, but my guilty pleasure show is Gossip Girl. 
because and who was your favorite on that show that you liked? Who's your favorite on that show? I just I'm, I'm intrigued now, actually. <laughs> um, I've always really liked Chase Crawford, but my favorite character in that show is Chuck Bass. See, I, I because I, of Ed Westwick. Everybody loved Chuck Bass. As, what are you talking it's about? Ed West, it's Ed Westwick. And See, I thought fabulous. I knew what Gossip Girl was, but then apparently it was Gilmore Girls, and then somebody else was like, <laughs> "No, that's that's Seventh Heaven." Like, all of those shows are just the same to me. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. Ed Westwick is my favorite. They, they all kind of blend in the same universe, <laughs> the right? Oh, my God. It's that, you know, it's that... Dawson's te- Creek. It's that teen genre, you know. 90210. Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, but at least 90210 is from the 90s when they were still getting the teen shows right, for F's sake. 90210 was horrible. <laughs> it always has, and I don't care how many times they bring it back, it'll still be shit. It'll <laughs> never be Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm few, surprised few things will, thank still goodness. running. I thought that show ended a long Actually, time ago. Running? It's the still remake? It is the still revamp? running. They're, oh, It's my God. still going. See, last time I was watching Degrassi, Drake was oh, on it. Oh, you want Degrassi? Or yeah. you about is it The Next I Generation? I, yeah, yeah. I go all the way back. I go back to Drake when he was on that show. Yeah. So. No, no, no. Yeah, Degrassi. It's not yeah. really Degrassi. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the next one. They have yeah. some of the old characters back for, no, for yeah. no reason whatsoever. I haven't really watched. I've only watched a couple episodes, but yeah. Isn't Netflix picking up Degrassi? I think so. That's what I remember That's pretty picking cool. up a long time ago. Yeah. Like yep. a couple weeks ago. What happened? Like, did they just didn't want to put I, it on the networks anymore? Pizza me. I think it went, didn't it move to like Nick or something? No, well, that's, uh, that's for the American crowd. Yeah. I mean, in Canada, it's still, it's just there. Yeah. 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 Canada's always there. Yeah. Oh, well. right. oh, it's my turn. Uh, <laughs> this is Albert from the Stuff and Junk show. Uh, I didn't really have a real answer to this because there's a bunch of shows that I actually kind of do like. And if, if, it was, if it was a show that I didn't like, I'll probably stop watching it. So I had a choice between like Sledgehammer, which I'm not sure if anybody even knows that show. Nope. 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 From the 90s, uh, early 90s. It's like a comedy cop show. Nope. Sledgehammer. No. I've never heard nope. of Sledgehammer. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I don't know I don't know if it causes glee pressure because I think it's a good movie. It's a good show. <laughs> I was going to go Sailor Moon. <laughs> that works too. But I only... I, I, that works as a guilty play. play. I only <laughs> saw the first season. What? So that's all I really liked. And then, right, and then I was done kind all of thing. Right. So I'm not sure that counts either. I'd say so, that counts. That would be one of those things that you kind of yeah. grin it. You, you you grimace and you smile. It's like, yeah, I like, like, yeah, I like yeah, Sailor Moon. Yeah, like, there's nothing like, wrong with Sailor Moon. Moon you'd be like, and you're like, internally, and be like, yeah. I kind of like it. Like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'll yeah. even go as far as say, like, like the Americanized version of Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The and, I, and then the, the other show that I was thinking of was, was 90210, actually. That really? one, I, That one I actually, like, watched several seasons on. So I don't know if that oh, counts wow. either. But I knew it was a bad show. Well, I guess it does count, right? Yeah. So, counts, the, so, so the one the one show that I actually probably want to say here just because just to fuck with you guys, Arrow. Arrow yeah. is my guilty pleasure. No, it's, okay, it's fine. It's fine show. Show that always no pisses me off, but I keep watching it anyway. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and that's what. Yeah, exactly. I hate the show. You want to watch it? Could, could, yeah. yeah. Hey, doesn't pi- hey doesn't piss me off as much as Smallville did? I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, that's another one that pisses me off too. And I watched the go. whole series for that yeah, one too. See, I stopped, but I, yeah, it pissed me off. No, season season four, five, and six were good of Smallville, and that's it. Nah. Now nah, the first two seasons were good. There's only one good episode of that whole thing, and that's when they brought the JSA in. That was the good episode. Hmm. Okay. All right. Move on. All righty. And I'm your moderator for, for today. Uh, this is Sean. You all might also know me as Kuma from the Gamer Culture Podcast. And uh, my guilty pleasure TV show is uh, My Little Pony no. Friendship yes! is Magic. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> Uh, they're all just uh, laughing and clap clapping because I'm currently wearing a Milo Pony, <laughs> Pony shirt. No, no, I'm just. <laughs> uh, oh my God! Tell me you're not a Brony, dude. So please tell me you're not a Brony. Qu- easy answer? No. So 
Best not... choice for moderator. Jeff, are you especially, okay? especially since the I'm last. Still just... I, I, I like, I like, even though this is a podcast, there's still a big reveal for us. <laughs> so when the Jeff show first came out a couple year, years ago, I was the same boat, boat as everyone else. I'm like, why is everyone, especially like it was all over 4chan, like everyone was crazy about the show. And I'm like, there's no way the show is as good as everyone is raving it to be. I'm like, I'll give it an episode or two to see what everyone's de- deal is. And I don't know if anyone knows who created that show. It was Lauren Faust yeah, Power, who, Power who wrote Girls. that show. Yeah, Powerpuff yeah, Power Girls, Power Girls um, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Yep. And what they've done with every season since is that the first two episodes are always like a villain-based two-parter. And so I sit down to the first one, and it's, oh, cl- uh, cliffhanger. Okay, okay, well, I'm, I'm loath to leave a story untold, so I watched the second one. I'm like, oh, that was actually a really well-told like villain story, like for a little kid kid show. And then I was like, all right, I'm gonna give this a couple more more episodes. And yeah, some of them were like just kind of slice of life little kid show, like little kid episodes. But some of them were actually well written, like adventure episodes. No, I'm not gonna argue. And it's not a bad show. It really isn't. I've seen three episodes sure? of it. It's really not bad. Well, so I watched. Oh my the God, first I'm seat. surrounded by bronies. Give watch me the, the first season. Out of here. Watch the second seat. Give uh, me season. out of here, man. The last three. They're they just finished. And season this is five. the gallery. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let the man finish. Let the they, man finish. They they just finished season five, and I I think I've seen maybe five episodes. Of the last three seasons, because Lauren Faust actually left the show and went I to other pe- people, and you can feel it. Like it just doesn't. They it, they cut a lot of those like adventure episodes out, and it's just really slice of lifey, and mm-hmm. it's just really, it just no longer felt like the, she the leave same. Four Powerpuff Girls because they're doing the revamp. No, she. I don't. Is she connected to the re- revamp at all? I know the voice actresses aren't. Wait, they're not. No. no, this is they, the first I've heard. They're of actually this. upset about it. Like I know, um, why can't I think she actually does the main ca- character, in My Little Pony? Why can I not think oh, of her uh, name? Oh, Tara Reid. No, it's uh, not Tara Reid. She's um, Bubbles. Yeah, of no, she's not Tara Reid. Tara Reid. Oh wait, sorry. Tara Strong. Tara Strong. Strong. Tara Reid. I was gonna say, wait, what did Tara Reid ever do? <laughs> no, oh she was. Actually, Isn't that somebody else? <laughs> no, she she actually really she talked ta- she talked Holy about shit. it on. Uh, oh my god, dude. She ta- talked about it on Twitter a bit how they were like, they weren't even approached. Blo- <laughs> her, her and the other yeah, uh, actors weren't even approached to do it. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, they just went to other pe- people without even asking if they wanted to. Well, I'm but, not gonna watch that crap. No, but yeah, like would I call myself a brony? No, you because I've been wanting to watch that seasons, crap in the first place. But after the first <laughs> two, didn't was watch. Amazing. Excuse you. Yeah, Powerpuff. Yeah, that's what we're talking. We're talking about Powerpuff Girls here. Oh, I'm okay. not talking about. <laughs> now, Powerpuff Girls. Uh, I mean, it's. No, I don't know why why Powerpuff Girls gets a pass because I mean may, maybe the violence. It's a show about little girls it's with of, superhero it's, like it's with super powers. It's because of him and Mojo uh, Jojo. That's why it gets a pass. Great characters. Great villains. Mojo Jojo was the best villain that came out of that show. And I will stand by that statement. Oh, yeah. No, Mojo Jojo's amazing, but him is terrifying. Still terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Like, even as a little kid, you're like, why do I... S- yeah. It's I find this character so creepy. the way that he's drawn, and you're just like... Ehh. Even the redneck bug. What's his name? The red... Oh, gosh. Uh, n- I actually no, never him, watched Barbara Girls. Creepy, so. creepy red Fuzzy Lumpkins? Okay. Fuzzy Lumpkins. Yeah. Anyway. All right. And this is The Gathering. Dun, dun, dun. Now join the gathering. Fire!
Alrighty, so let's go ahead and just talk about uh, what we just watched right here, and it was uh, the an early release trailer for the next Teenage Mutant Ninja Tur- Turtles movie. Yeah. Um, looks like we're for any fans of the you know original cartoon or the comic books. Looks like we're getting some uh, characters uh, right out of um, o- old school here. <laughs> yeah, we want Wednesday. Looks like we're getting Bebop. We're getting Rocksteady. We're getting uh, Doctor Stockman. Yeah, I mean Doctor yep. Stockman. That's right. Yeah, so I mean, if anyone doesn't know those char- characters, it's the it's the um, the rhino and dear God, what's the other guy? The pig. We the just saw the pig. There we go. The big mutant. Oh, the guy who looks like a Gamorrean things? guard. Is it big or warthog? Pig. Yes. Warthog. Eh, it's a porker. He's got tusks. Things. Big giant fly. Yeah, uh, Stockman's I guess the lead sci- scientist who works for the foot. Um, to me, it seems like this movie is really trying to ape on the uh, cartoons now. Yeah, sure. it's really yeah. starting to go back well, to the eighties show. Movie? I saw the first movie. I didn't finish it, but I mean, I, I watched mo- most of it. it the, the first me a lot movie, more of the comic, the first the, movie was. Um, was mix- I guess it's a mixture of the comics and a TV it, show. It's supposed to be a mixture of everything. If, if you look at, if you watch the first movie, it actually has a lot of Easter eggs of the whole turtle lore. lore. Yeah, yeah. So, but this one seems like it's just doing ca- cartoons, which is fine, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fine. why not? I mean, that's one thing. Like, it's a huge part of like the whole history. That's why it exploded was from the animated True. show and the. And I can also, still sing the theme song. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's that in the video games. It's honestly like e- even though the comics are still keeping it a little bit more adult, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a kids franchise. It is a kids property. It really is. Yeah, maybe one of the hundred of things. Even though that they technically have, it didn't start out for adults. Even the original. Yeah. Even though but, it technically didn't start out that way. No, the, no, the original Eastman and Peter, Peter Laird's years, that was a very that was a very dark. Yeah, that's it was. It's one of those really stories. dark. It's one of very those, adult. Yeah, it's one of those. Tran- it's, you uh, can listen what? to that discussion over at Indie Comics with Jeff. Yeah, yes, but definitely. It, it's one of those uh, franchises that's like where everything surrounding it is, all, you know, is just has already, you know, kind of distinguishes itself at, you know, for a different audience as opposed to the original content and also that ongoing because the comics are still for adults, like they still are. Just everything else isn't now. Gosh, I mean, because I think the comics going on right now for that are based off of the Nickelodeon show. No, I don't think they are. Well, there there is one. There is one part series of the IDW that does have it based off of the Nickelodeon show, but it's not. There's uh, another regular series okay, that they're I doing believe. a separate one. Yeah, yeah so because the regular series that. is still adult oriented. Yeah. Now this yeah, that's is one that Donatello got killed. Yeah, that was. I was just going to talk, well, talk about that temporarily. Like, we know that he came. Yeah, back. Yeah, they just got. I through I forget which one of them. Whether it was Bebop or. Rock, Rocksteady. One of them took a sledgehammer to Donatello's shell. It was bro- broke it in two. I think it's probably Rocksteady, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, but uh, pr- probably the more darker theme that happened within those is the Dark Leo series, where we finally see him go to the foot and eventually become an, an acolyte of Shredder for a little bit. Which I always thought uh, Raphael would be the one to do it. You would think Raphael would be, but actually, that's yeah, but, too but easy though. Like no. Leo's, yeah. Raphael like, is like Wolverine. You know, he could be as, as anti-hero as he is, but he's always yeah. the true heart of Well, Ra- Well, the reason why Ralph would be the, the instant one everybody would like, think of is Cyclops. that he's always walked I, I, I the fine line. You, Cyclops is always the heart of the X-Men, not Wolverine. <laughs> not for some time. Cyclops has been a douchebag for about five years now, But he's dude. still the heart of X-Men. No, 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 He's no, completely no, perverted no. The Charles Xavier's dream. No, no, no. He pretty much, he said, he said F you X-Men the moment that he went to Magneto and reestablished the new brotherhood. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he kind he kind of said f you to that. I also so. don't know that much about X Men. I yeah. just my it's mine's yeah. very limited from so like a back in okay. I will accept back in the day. Now, like if we're talking back in the day, House sure. of M. That's pretty much that's mostly my knowledge of X Men. Yeah, and yeah. Old Man Logan. <laughs> well, that's why I will argue pretty much. I think that's essentially why he's such a douchebag in comics right now. Is I think they finally wanted to see. Hey, Scott Summers <laughs> has been such a damn. 
poster boy for all that is good and everything. We need to take a new direction with this guy, and now we have a douchebag Scott Summers basically right now. But that's yeah. good. He deserves it. Well, it's always fun to do this. I like the old school good guy Scott. Summers. I do. I did too. Scott Slim Summers. Scott Slim Summers. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing with with Summers too is it's always fun and easy to do. Hey, look, this is what happens when the good guy falls. So you have, you know, the fall of Wolverine in, you know, Star Wars. You've got that stint where Luke becomes, you know, a, a disciple of Pal- Palpatine. Um, well, in the original script, that's essentially what he, the original yeah, script was right. supposed to say, that he was supposed to, when when he's been doing that, he, when his dad dies, he takes to the dark side. But, of course, you know. Well, the original run of the script was going to be really dark. Han was going to die. Oh, Luke yeah, was yeah. going to fall. Well, Han was supposed to die because... Harrison Ford hated the movie so much. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He hated working on it. He didn't like anything. He was just like, I just kill me off, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what they did to Kenobi's actor, right? He he no, didn't no, like well, the mo- uh, movie. Find, um, yeah. What's his name? I, I kept Kenobi. forgetting his name. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Uh, he was Alec, Alec, Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness, Alec Guinness loved. Was... He, he loved being on Star Wars. No, he, no, he didn't. No. He hated no. No, he did not like he it. Was he, rest, he was a professional. He was just the, a professional about it. The rest of his life, he was just bashing Star Wars left and right. Wow, he I didn't even realize that. Star Wars. He hated Star Wars. No, no, no. Uh, Liam Neeson. William Neeson was, wasn't supposed to die in the first one. And then he asked if he could die so he can do one thing, other properties. And also, he was very, very kind of uh, saddened by with his experience in Star Wars. Because when he signed on, uh, he thought there would be the practical effects all the cool stuff, all the costumes and everything else. He was so excited for it. In other words, he, he was expecting old school yeah. Star Wars, yeah. what he and wanted. And then he, when he walked in and saw green screen everywhere and that was it. Tech change. Yeah, things started dying and they started doing rewrites and he goes, hey, is there a way you can rewrite me out? I have other projects I want to do. Wasn't he working on Les Mis at that time? What? Liam Neeson? No, 2000. Oh, that's that right. was ninety eight. That was ninety eight, wasn't it? That was yeah, ninety eight. Around that same time. Ninety seven, ninety eight is when he did Les Mis. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but uh, Jeffrey Rush. No, I don't really know, but I know he wanted to do. There was other things he I'm wanted. Sorry, to I do. love that version of and Les Mis. I, think he just, he was I hate to say, it, like, but I do. Well, because I think they wanted him to die in the second movie or third movie. He was supposed to die anyway. Yeah. Um. Because, so that's a whole revelation of uh, Obi Wan. But yeah, I don't think he was supposed. To, he was not supposed to die in their, in their first original draft. I know that. And he talked about. He goes, I just, I, I enjoyed, you know, being a part of the Star Wars. You know the whole, you know, you know the whole franchise, but you know it was just kind of, it, it was really hard going in and just you know, thinking one thing and then being you know in the middle of like you know pretending all the time. Like so, because I know I'm an yeah. actor, I have to pretend. But you're talking about Liam when you're Neeson pretending right now, like right? When, when the other person's not even there and you have to pretend they're there. He goes, it's just. I mean, everyone, all the actors in that movie had a. You, you could tell they had a problem with it. Have you ever seen the Red Line me- Media? Oh, reviews, the, the Plinkett reviews? Yeah, I think everybody except for Ian McGregor. Ian McGregor is the only one who was, like, uh, apparently, like, so happy the whole time. Well, that's because, like, you know, his uncle was in it, and it was a big thing for well, him to be in Star that. Wars, he, and he, he was he, Obi-Wan. Well, not all. just that. He was the younger generation, man. The older generation is always going to be against that. I think it's a generational thing, to be quite honest. So so you're saying the the fans weren't the only ones disappointed with the Phantom Menace? Yeah, I believe oh, no, so. Absolutely it's, a ge- it's a generation. It's a generational thing, Well, guys. I think that's what it was. was like, when Liam Neeson went in for his first scene... It was supposed to be a scene between him and somebody else, and when he showed up, it was just him because it was green screen. So they gre- they already shot the other guy. Well, and he went in and he was like, "Okay, so you have to act and you have to respond." You're like, what? yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but it's nothing new. I mean, I mean, if you may just veer off for a minute for with those this, years, it's... it was that was something completely new. Yeah, yeah but that it, really wasn't around. Well, for that, that time, and you know, well, for that, that time, that, definitely that, it was, that revolution. was that was the time where when you go to Comic Con, every movie will have somebody going, "How does it feel acting in front of a green screen?" 
because that's all they ever seem to ask. Well, yeah. That's Nowadays, why... nobody even bothers asking that question. It's so second nature. Duh, you should know what it is. Well, yeah. they've also limited it now. They don't do a lot of movies like that anymore. Because at that time, they had Aviator, 300, um, what, uh, not Watchmen, uh, 300, and um, I guess, you know, Sin City. I mean, not around like that, that time period, but I'm saying like those are the big ones. And then nowadays... No, I think nowadays it's actually a good collaboration between the two, like practical effects and green screen, yeah. as opposed to relying on just green screen. No, exactly. Every- yeah, but then there's some that still drop the ball. All you have to do is look at the recent Hobbit movies to see yep. that they really made a mistake there. Yeah. They were like way too much is, on I think, CGI. I think now that they're trying to go back, because I know they did it with, uh, they did it with 302, which tanked. They did it again with Even though Sin I kind of like that. Tanked. Oh, I like yeah. Sin City 2, but it's like, I think you now, did not like Sin City too. No, I was, was, I was meaning. Was I was meaning. The, no, was no, fun. I meant the second three hundred was what I liked. I actually liked it. I never no, saw that one. It was, was stupid. It, but was fun. it good? It was yeah. fun, but it was it was. It, no, no, no I just yeah. I just realized I hated Sin City two except for Eva Green. I hated. No, I didn't see Sin City two. I hated three hundred two except for Eva Green. Yeah, no, check that out. No, no I, I actually, actually, actually like Cersei. I like the actor. No, I was I I, I was pretty I impressed him. with her. Huh? I like the actor for for Cersei. Uh, he was fine. No, that's something. <laughs> Three hundred two was fun. It was stupid as hell. Like, I mean, it was. You know what? It was for me. It was like GI Joe one. It was stupid. It was like not needed whatsoever. But I walked out being like, okay, I, I was entertained. I, I was yeah, entertained yeah. the first one. The what? second one not so much. Yeah, you know. GI exactly. Joe yeah. was so stupid and sh- never should have been made. So, I wa- so definitely retribution. It, I'm smiling. So definitely retribution was better then. I didn't actually didn't see the second one. No, the oh. second one I thought was worse. It, well, to be honest, Everybody the way I felt worse. about Retribute, I, I didn't think it was worse. I just think that was something like, you guys really had an opportunity here, and you still let it slip through your fingers. Because I think it could have been so much more. It really could have. But, but you with know. Hobbit, I think everybody's exhausted. I, and that's why... It's- no, it's not just that, because they finally showed some of those reveals in the extras on the third uh, uh, extended DVD. Problem is, even PJ has finally admitted half the time he was half-assing that project because he inherited something from uh, Del Toro that, frankly, he didn't know what to do with. So oh, yeah. I used to I used to be so angry at him, but after looking at that, I'm thinking like, gosh, maybe actually I shouldn't be so mad at these guys now. I mean, don't get me wrong; those Hobbit movies are good, but it just leads one to believe that had he started from scratch and had more of the prep time available to him, like he had with Lord of the Rings, year. it would have been a lot. No, better. not even that. You you guys have to understand. The Lord of the Rings movies, as we know them, they had at least four years yep. of prep. Oh, yeah. At, le- at least four years of prep before even... And it was two years even... of even principal coming from <clears throat> Yeah, they, I mean, the they Rings had a good so... four or five years of prep time. Yep. They did not have that with yep. this Hobbit movie. So they were literally creating as they were working on it. So, yeah. well, and essentially, well, it's just that, like... with like, they... everybody, everybody who was... No, like, all the big cast members were like... <laughs> it was just terrible because all their careers were blowing up so fast. Lee Pace... His career has yep. blown up yes. insanely. Martin Freeman's career yeah. was blowing up. Evangeline Lilly? Evangeline Lilly, yes. Evangeline Lilly? When that movie, they had to make that movie then and there, or they were going to lose pro- almost probably all their and main it, actors. And that movie brings us full circle back to that green screen thing you were talking about, because one thing that I remember that was a sad story coming out was Ian McKellen's experience, yep. because yeah. he uh, broke down in front of a green screen one day. He, he literally broke down in tears. He's like, I did not come on this set to be talking to a screen here. Yeah. And be, and I was paid to act with people, not talk to a effing screen. Yeah, there, yeah. There, there's a couple pi- pictures of the set where it's just him sitting at the ta- table, surrounded by green, yep. green green screens with a bunch of like balls, like where the different dwarves yes. are. And, and the story of him saying, you know, I'm a Shakespearean actor. I'm a Shakespearean actor. actor. I can't do this. Yeah, I wasn't trained to speak to 
a screen and, and some balls. And that's what Liam Neeson was doing in Star Wars Episode One. Yes, <coughs> but so um, it's like, in another, I think uh, oh, th- on that point, if you never saw Sher- oh, Sherlock, Mr. Holmes, you watch Mr. Holmes. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Holmes, great movie. I know. I can't. Oh, I'll, I want to oh, watch God, it. Oh God, I want to see it. Well, so I saw one trailer for that and then didn't hear about it again. Really? Yeah. You didn't talk to me. Marketing wise, it wasn't broadcasted a lot. But when you go back and see it, Ian, it's one of his finest performances in okay. recent years. That's oh, yeah, good. totally. That's good. Totally. I will stand by that statement. When I went, when I went to see in the theaters, I was talking about nothing but old people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That's how I was when The Queen came out, and I took my, this is 15-year-old me, going to see The Queen with Helen Mirren, and I'm just with my parents, and I'm the youngest I one love there. I the Queen. And I'm sitting there going, oh, the queen well, was, this is awkward. Queen I'm the youngest amazing. one here. <laughs> Well, it's interesting because when I saw that the trailer for the, the Mr. Holmes, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm seeing this, and my my initial thought is, oh wow, Ian McKellen doing you know uh, Sherlock Holmes like solving a mystery or something. But I'm like, you know what? I know I'm gonna sit down to this movie, and that's not gonna be what it is <laughs> because I had the same thing with Saving Mi- Mr. Banks. Mm, I sat I, hated saving, I saving sat Mr. down Banks to that. So I love I Disney history, specifically Walt Disney history. Like. Yep. If I boned up a bit, I could write a biography on the guy. Wait, so, so Barbara- but when I sat down to that movie, I was like, oh, I was expecting like a lot of you know the, that interaction with Walt, and instead we got a lot of you know the flashbacks to what what it was like for you know the lady who wrote, got wrote, Walt. wrote the book. They chi- made childhood. him so creepy. Wait, what? You really you got oh, a yeah. you got a creeper? When he vibe? showed up and he's just like, hey, broad, and you're like, no, he didn't say broad, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. So I hated it. I uh, hated that movie. I'm curious. <clears throat> yes. The Mr. Holmes trailer. You said, oh, yeah, McKellen's solving a mystery. What mystery did you think he was going to be solving? I don't know. I'm just like, oh, he's like a Sherlock Holmes. Like, maybe he's going to be like... Do you want me to, you want me to tell you? Shh. Sure. Go ahead. It's the mystery of his, loss, of his loss of memory. How sad is that? Because oh, he's wow. Tracing, because with, That's with Mr. profound. With Very Mr. Profound. Holmes, just a heads up, he's going back and he's remembering his life. Um, and just trying, trying to, to trying to and making sure that he has everything. That's why he has. When you watch the movie, he has a journal and he's trying to remember everything. Okay. It it's, a, it's a very only, heartbreaking story. Of only only thing that would have made crying. that movie perfect, in my opinion, was to have a flashback of um, of a uh, of a uh, no. You think about Watson, right? Irene, uh, the what? You think about Watson? Adler? Adler? No, 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 no. Moriarty. I, I, I want to want to see a flashback of Moriarty, except a certain guy playing. Uh, Stephen Fry. No, no, yeah. no. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah, Patrick, uh, Patrick Stewart as Moriarty would have been perfect. I would have wanted to see that, that so bad. That would have been amazing. That would have been the perfect movie. I we think. We had a time machine, and we can go back and try to make a Sherlock Holmes movie with him. Thirty. Charles. Years ago. Oh I mean God. Moriarty. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. In no. Movie. No. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I'm. I mean that. That just makes me kind of want to see it even more. It's more a good that one. Sound, that it's sounds a, it's like a great movie, movie. and it's on DVD. I was worried about it because last time they did those like, oh, we're gonna go back and and uh, make them do one uh, or do a mystery, and they have to, you know, be, uh, blah 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 blah. I was thinking the Raven with uh, John mm. Cusack. Oh, oh I didn't. I actually like that. I was so worried. No, that movie is terrible. Oh my god, well, it wasn't movie. the best, but I liked it. And then Sherlock Holmes. So after you saw it, you were like, never more. Never yeah, right. more. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love John Cusack, and I really want him to have a comeback. But man, like he just he can't do it. Like it's a horrible you know, agent. He had a great comeback with Hot Tub Time Machine, and then he then they were like, "We're making Hot Tub Time Machine 2. and he goes, "No." They're like, 
Why? You're not doing anything else. <laughs> that is hot tub time machine is the best thing you've done in ten years. Why the fuck? Or no, if I like fourteen oh eight, but like still, other than that, what the fuck else did he make that was good? <laughs> Cradle will rock. What? Cradle will rock is a John Cusack movie that I really like. When was that? That was like he was in Con- oh he was that in was Con Air. Uh, I don't know. 99? 99 He was, he was in oh, Con- in the last well, 10 years. He was in Con Air. He was also in Anastasia. He was, he was like, that's Dimitri. early. That's, that was my last 10 years, though. Oh, well, last 97, ten, yeah. yeah. He's done anything. And then Not he's really. done no to Hot Top Time Machine 2. Clearly, none of you guys watch Love and Mercy, for God's nope. sakes. <laughs> no, what is that? Is there a show he's on? No, didn't That's the Beach Boys one. Oh. He was really good in that one. They made a Beach Boys movie? <laughs> You'll have to just get this later, Albert. Yeah, I'm, I'm, all right, I'm good. I'm good. Albert's, Albert's giving up on us right now. He can't see it, but he's giving up on us. Oh, man. Um, so really quick, I'm sure Catherine's bursting at the scenes for here. We got an annou- <laughs> announcement. Just a tiny, what are you tiny one. About? You don't know what uh, So Universal is getting our Wizarding World of Harry po- Potter. Parts of it. We Part, only parts have, of it. We only have one half of it. Um, at the April seventh, right? April seventh, two thousand sixteen. We're is getting less than what we what they started it in Ontario. I mean, okay, Ontario. so we're in getting Orlando. <laughs> so we're getting the model of, Ho- of Hogwarts, obviously. We're getting okay. So for those of you that haven't been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in Universal, I uh, have in, or- in Orlando, um, not Ontario. They have Hogwarts is the main attraction, which is their kind of interactive game where the Forbidden you- Journey. Yep. Yep. And you Did go in. The same thing? We're getting yes. a better we're gonna, one. We're, we're getting, getting a same. better one. We're getting HD 3D. Yeah. Oh. And so it's gonna be high res. It's gonna be all nice and pretty. Um, I hate 3D. HFR, baby. HFR. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then we're also getting the village of Hogsmeade, which is the village right outside Hogwarts, where the students go um, from the platform, and they, you know, go through. They can shop there if they want to. Wait, that's, 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 in, that's in Orlando. No, we have. We're, we're getting one too. We're only getting oh. one half of it. Yeah. We're not getting Diagon Alley yet. I don't even know what Di- Diagon Alley yes. is. Well, then why don't you go to Florida? <laughs> 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 just, just, shh, 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 shh. I hate those movies. Well, we don't getting... have the Dueling Dragons. Come on. <laughs> I know, that's Come the on, thing that Okay, really Dueling Dragons about. wasn't even a Wizarding World ride. It was there when it was the Grand Bazaar. It was there <laughs> way before. It wasn't even a... But it doesn't was... matter. It wasn't even <laughs> called... Oh, it was called Dueling... It was always called Dueling Dragons. But yeah, and nothing to do with it. And they kept it, and there's no... Or that, probably now, but in the first three years that Wizard, Wizarding World was, was there, it never had a fucking line Ever. Nope. We went on it so many times that day because it's a great ride. That Incredible Hulk, which is now gone. And uh, wait, wait, the Hulk is gone? Yeah, Hulk's gone. Oh, that's a good ride. No, it's amazing. <laughs> I think they're no. I think they're gonna reopen it. I think they're just. Gonna, I think they're just fixing it or something. But they said it's gonna be down for a while. But they have to take all the Marvel stuff out anyway. Yep. Wait, wait, wait. So Universal Florida is not keeping the Marvel stuff anymore? They don't want to pay Disney. Nope. For well, I get that, but I mean, it's still a draw, isn't it? Um, moving on. Uh, we're getting uh, Star Wars. In what? Like a Next week now? Week. In a week. Next week. As of the, after, nine as of days. Exactly release. nine days no, no, from af, now. As of this episode's release, yeah. it would be less than seven days. Oh, my God. That's I'm right. so excited. Oh, yeah. So, does anyone have any, like, big, like, theories or anything go, going in? Not really like theories. I would like to say predictions. Fuck theories. Fuck theories. So many goddamn theories about <laughs> Star Wars Force Awakens. Luke is not the bad guy. Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> I, don't think he's a, I don't think he's the bad guy. I think it's going to be Captain Phasm, Phasma, whatever. Phasma, yeah. But, no, I think Luke Skywalker, I, I think he's either going to be a prisoner or he, like, a prisoner is trying to turn Kylo Ren back to good 
or he is kind of lost in the dark in the dark side. I'm I'm with Ty- Tyler. Like I think Luke's going to be a villain in some sense, which is why like the anti-villain. Can we say anti-villain? Yeah, maybe anti-hero. Anti-hero. Sure. sure. Can, I, can I just ask you guys why people focus on Luke being bad? Because that's not my focus at all. Story. That's not my focus at all. The only thing that I pretty much am theorizing about in this that we'll get to see is that we'll get to see the the Sith Temple basically mm. on Korriban. That's what That'd I want to cool. see. Uh, I mean, isn't, isn't yeah. it, isn't it, to me, it's obvious that Luke is the new Yoda. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. it's going to be something big. You know, Abrams loves to hold on to big things to the very end, but they always so, get leaked, and not this one. He's been holding on to this like a. This has been his baby. And what do we years. what do we know the least you know, about? Disney Luke. has been if, holding yeah, on to if, this. If you've been watching like a lot of the TV spots that've been coming out recently, yeah, they've been showing a lot of stuff now. Yeah. Well, it's like we we know Luke is in the but movie. We still can't decipher it though. But we've <laughs> seen nothing yeah. of him. We've seen nothing. Nothing promo, like maybe a flash of his face and his voice, and that's it. That's all yep. we know. So I mean, to me, it's like put two and two together. Like Abrams is hiding something. Hi- hiding something because he always does and Luke hasn't been seen in anything. You know, yeah. it's it's strange because we didn't really see this kind of mystery in, in a film really since like Super 8, if you think about it. Well, because I mean, Super 8 in, was... Into Darkness, or you know. Cloverfield. Or Cloverfield. <laughs> <laughs> stop, mean, just stop. But like, <laughs> into Darkness, you know, they everybody was transported, you know, via a golf, uh, a, a golf cart that was completely covered except for one hole for the driver. You couldn't see anything. Everything but the thing is shit still eventually got out. Um, same thing with Avengers. They tried to hide yeah. everything Avengers. And yeah. Dark Knight Rises was very secret except for a couple scenes of Catwoman being on the, uh, on the well, like, you know, Catwoman and Batman being on the bike and then maybe that stupid flying thing, that piece of shit that was supposed <laughs> to be the bat. Whatever. Fuck that movie. Um, <laughs> no, drink. Per- personally, I think the reason why they're really like downplaying Luke Skywalker is because he has a very small role in the movie. There's I'm no sure point to yeah, promote him. Sure he's going to be in one or yeah. two scenes. Yeah, yeah, most likely. So there's no point promoting him. Most likely, he'll probably be toward the end too. Is yeah. what they'll probably put him in toward the end. Yeah, that's, I think that's, that's like my a, particular like an end credit thing. Yeah, well, yeah. not even not an end credit thing. Like you know, just literally right toward before, the end. like he just it's always like where's the li- where's the you know no, like, no, why no. not join the dark side? No, no, no. Or, I, no or, actually, actually, I think it's where's Rachel? I think it's wrong fandom. Gosh. I think it's going to be like the end of Casino Royale. Well, Ooh. we're like literally he is in the last 10 seconds like of the movie. I like that idea. He is literally in the last 10 seconds and pretty much he's going he's pretty much no, standing. They have to have the aha moment. They have to. Where it's like That would be the aha moment. Kylo Ren or whoever who's about to die is basically like who do you think you are? Who do you th- or or it's like like so you can't defeat us. We're we're all ready. Like what do you have? And then he just comes out of the darkness or out of some shroud. He's like I'm here. Hi guys. And then credits. <laughs> That's essentially what I was credits. saying. Yeah. My favorite joke on the internet was Kylo Ren takes his mat- mask off to floppy ear. Ears come out, and all you hear is "Misa gonna avenge you, Annie." Oh, oh yeah, oh, that's man. a classic. Although they yes, they so. have a, they have assured everyone Jar Jar's not gonna be in this movie. Yes, yes. He, should be. he would probably be dead. I don't know, maybe. Uh, don't know. Or, or, or he'd be real old. He probably it's just been, be what, real old. Forty-ish well, years, maybe. Well, the the whole freaking rumor or not rumor, the theory that Jar Jar Binks is like this big giant Sith Lord. I love that theory, I by, hate by that. the way. I like that's it. That's a great I theory. I, I don't, I don't accept it, but it's a great theory. I, I, I love that theory. Accept it. No, you know, but honestly, He was going to be a villain. Yeah, no, but like, remember I think Plot what we were twist. talking about, like, everything... Lucas was going to no, make him a villain. Wait, what was it? You and I talking? It's like, everything in Star Wars that happened is because of Jar Jar Binks. He is the most important character of Star Wars. He's the catalyst in the story. He literally is the most important 
character in Star it's Wars. It's the most hipster excuse <laughs> no, for the prequels. Was, Thank you, no, Albert. If you watch them, okay, no, we're not saying like, no, you know. No, you're buying into it. You're buying into it, Yes, Tyler. he is buying into it. It's true. It, if it wasn't no. for him, Palpatine wouldn't have been in charge. Oh, my God. No, no he's, he's absolutely right. The only reason no, pa- Palpatine no, has power no, no, is because no. Jar Jar Come voted it. Hook, voted line, and sinker, the power. Guys. Hook line, and sinker. Now, he, here, here's the thing. I do sheep. agree. I do agree. Sheep. It's a co- <laughs> cop-out. I do agree it's a cop-out of trying to justify him being in the movie. Um, but I do think that there might have been some leftover because Lucas was going to, ev- at first, plan for Jar-, Jar Jar to be a villain. That was Lucas's plan, and then he realized. Where did you er, hear that from? That oh God, I've read that a couple different places. From the same theory that, that Jar Jar is a Sith. No, 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 that was separate. Because <laughs> all I remember is Lucas said that he wanted a character that the kids can relate to. No, of course, then, the kids are not going to relate to a Sith Lord. But Come then, on. when he, but then when he saw that pe- oh, people, oh, you kidding me? They be... related to Darth Maul. They ate him up. Yeah. Boba Fett. Kids did not really. People love Boba, Boba Fett in the Come movies, on. and he didn't do anything. Kids love Boba Fett. Are you kidding me? Teenagers <laughs> are not the same thing as kids. Kids you love see Boba the kids Fett. When they meet him it's at agreed. Disneyland, Boba Fett's huge right now. Well, now now he's really like kids huge. love Darth Vader. When they came out, now kids love Darth Vader. Did you ever see the video? Okay, there. If if no one, if I would anyone say they're aware of never him. Been I don't know if they love the, the car, the car commercials. No, no, no. So if no one's ever been to D- Disneyland, there's. A, uh, oh, the little girl. A show that ki- kids can join. It's the Jedi Academy, yes. where they, they come in and they learn a little routine, and then they have to use they can use that routine against a Darth Vader c- character who comes out. And he's like invading the academy. Yeah. There was a video. There is a video online of a little girl who refuses <laughs> to fight Vi- Va- Vader and actually bends her no, knee no. In and front she of bows them. down to him and it's yeah. gorgeous. No, it's she bows to down like- to Vader. Vader and they're like, uh, okay, we're gonna take you off the stage now and bring the next kid up. <laughs> no, I think she she was pl- like, no, I'm I'm down with this guy. Wasn't she it, pledged allegiance to him. Wasn't it yeah. Vader like 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 kneel before the dark side or yeah. something like that? Now and then the parents go kneel, kneel. It'll be funny for the no, video. No, she did it herself. Yeah, they, yeah. It was Pro- probably pre-planned. Probably well, yeah, I would say somebody yeah. told her to do that. that. Ain't no, da- ain't no damn they kid are, of then, her own free will gonna be smart, willingly submit to Vader. How old was she? How old was she? She had to be like seven. Ain't no, goddamn, ain't no goddamn seven-year-old kid is gonna know who Vader is and be and be totally in love with. Are that. you kidding me? Or, Every no, kid knows who no. Darth Vader is. I don't Darth know. Vader's just, everywhere. No, we'll everywhere. know. We'll know who she is, but not love him. I challenge that. I challenge you, sir. Same I call here. shenanigans. I, I think Jeff. Kids love Darth Vader. They shenanigans. Love Darth Vader. Shenanigans. Some kids just connect they love with the Yoda, villain. They love Darth Vader. The two I most lo- recognizable uh, characters in the whole franchise. No. No, they do not love Yoda. They, they love Ewoks. They love Darth Vader. Oh, wait, no, Come Care on. Bears. I was at the park. I did when I was a kid. I'm, this is, this is kind of backing Tyler, up Tyler. But I was at the park a couple days ago, and there was this party behind me when I was waiting in line to go into Disneyland, and the mom was like, so do you want to go see the Darth Lord today? And the girl who was maybe about seven was like, yeah, sure. Of course. It's kind of hard to judge kids nowadays because we all grew up in Star Wars. Yeah. So it's really hard. I mean, you got to really go back to like the 70s and 80s to go like, did kids really love those characters? The kids yeah. do. Nowadays. They, they do. love the they love the new trilogy though. They love they do. 1, 2 and 3. And they also say they also like Jar Jar Binks. I've yeah, heard and that. these, I've yeah, heard and that. these are so, also kids yeah. that have been able to see Clone Wars on 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 Disney yeah. and they're watching Star Wars Rebels and stuff. They have more available to them now. And- yeah, they're Star actually Wars, Legos, up. and all that. There's... They're going up with more Star Wars than 
everybody right. else. Because you so guys had hard... the original three movies. Right. Then you had that horrible animated uh, C-3PO R2-D2. <laughs> and then you have the Ewok adventure. And then he had Star Wars Christmas special. That wow. doesn't exist. I don't know what you're talking about. I think, you're, I think your chronological order is No, I know the chronological there, yeah. order is off. I was just trying to, I was, I was trying to go from... like. Like from good to bad to worse to worse. <laughs> yeah, okay. I love the story that Carrie Fisher will play the Star Wars special at par- parties when she wants people to leave. Is that true? It's the story I heard. That's I, amazing. I want it to be true. Like when Pete's time, people time think to Carrie go, Fisher is that. crazy. I think I she's don't. funny. I think it's. I think she's hilarious. I want to go around throwing glitter at people, you know, <laughs> just just for them to leave me alone. She only does it just so they would leave her alone. <laughs> It's a brilliant plan. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah. Alrighty. I mean, so so does anyone else have anything they want to like bring up really quick that we haven't ta- talked about yet? I mean, I, I know there's uh, some other things that have got, gone on to the, uh, this week. Yeah. Well, actually, before we move on, you know, I will go ahead and put up a theory about Star Wars, and then we'll call it done. Uh, <laughs> Kylo Ren kills Han Solo, and then they have to go find Luke Skywalker. There you we go. I think that's what they're going to that yes. they're gonna go for? I think that's what they're gonna go for. That would be pretty intense if they just kill well, Han. Well, the, the rumor first has movie. been that Han Solo is gonna die, By but for Kylo some Rip. strange reason, I don't think Han Solo is gonna die. All right, maybe well, not we right shall away. Find out in a few days. But also, <laughs> they may do it. They may. Or I think he's gonna die to in the trilogy. But you know what? You know what? Actually, he may die in the first movie because he's tired. He, he wants to do Indiana Jones for some fucking reason. And um, does he really? And also, I don't think they want to do anything with him like with that extreme. In the second movie, because it's just something they've done already. So maybe they just want to get it done. In the, uh, you know, get it done in the first movie. Yeah. Hmm. This week they talked about Steven Spielberg is gonna wants to do another indie movie, and he refuses to do it without uh, Harrison Ford. Good. Wow. Good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, why? Yeah. No, there's no fucking reason for him to be in Indiana Jones anymore. We have enough people who could be Andy now. <laughs> no, because as soon as they start making young Indiana him. Jones movies, I won't accept anyone but Chris Pratt. And I'm not ready for that just yet. See, I'd I would like one more I, I Harrison also, Ford. I, I, like, I would like Bradley Cooper as as Indy. <laughs> I prefer oh, Chris eh. Pratt. <laughs> I, I'm seconding Chris Pratt. Or like, Glenn Howerton. Chris I'm, Pratt like does everything anyway. Like might as well. I would like Glenn Howerton as well. I'm good with any of those choices actually. <laughs> but yeah. but you know I like Glenn the... Howerton is no. He's the uh, he's the main character in Always Sunny Philadelphia. Okay. The brother. He was supposed to be Star Lord. Basically, Chris Pratt got okay. So basically, they wanted Chris Pratt, but he was too fat. They were like, "Okay, if you can lose the weight in this amount of months, in two months, the part is yours. How? If not, it's going over to Glenn." So he had two months. He lost the weight. He got the part. But if he had not, if he had not lost all that weight, it was Glenn Howerton's part. Damn. Wow. It was like I mean that's horrible. But I'm sure Glenn Howerton doesn't care because he makes so much money from Always Sunny. Yeah. And he is doing something that he loves and writes and takes care of. Like, I don't think he's that big of a deal to him. Because I don't think he's ever been that big on, like, wanting to, like, really, really act and be, you know, a performer. I think he more is, like, he, he you know, he's a really, really good career right now with doing something that he loves on a show that he's in control of and everything else. As opposed to Chris Pratt, I don't know what else he would have been doing. If he didn't lose that weight, what what would he have been doing? He would, well, no, because Parks and Rec was Yeah, done. Parks and Rec got yeah, canceled. that's done. It was, it was already done and over with. They were yeah. just shooting it at the time. And then it got sacked. Yeah. Well, I don't think it got sacked. Yeah. I just think it was just like, you know, it, I think it's time for us to 
We we have we have more, we have, we're, we can it can be syndicated now. I think we're done. I think everybody was just kind of tired of it. The ironic thing is that Chris Pratt's current weight is actually his regular weight. Yeah. He actually had to gain weight for Park and Rex. Did he really? Yeah, that's oh. what he said. He said his normal weight is what he is right now. Huh? Interesting. Wait, what do you mean, Chris Pratt? Pratt. He, was, he, wasn't, he wasn't always like what yeah. he was in Parks He had Parks to be Rex. doughy for Park and Rex. For those of you he didn't that have to be doughy for Parks and Rex. <laughs> he was already fat. He always said that. Like, he, he lived in a van and, and he was fat. If, if you go back to Everwood, he wasn't that way at all. For those okay. of, Everwood was on the WWE. I don't think he gained weight for Parks and Rec. I think he was already that big. He Watch Everwood, because that was like between like 2002, 2000. It's um, a WB teen show. I know, but there's still a couple of years in between, right? I don't know. That was all. That was all before Parks and Rec, so he wasn't always like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but still, like, what would he really be doing though, if it wasn't for Guardians of the Galaxy that saved his career? Nothing really, actually. Yeah. yeah. Not that I can't think of, because he say, got really. he got Jurassic World because of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yep. And then it kind of all. We love you, Chris Pratt. We yep. love you. All right, so let's go to picks of the week. So who who wants to go fir- first on that? Who's got their first pick? Um, no one. Anybody? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, oh, man, it's oh here I got one. I got one. All right. So since it is the the month of Christmas, go ahead and check out the musical album Mr. Hanky's Christmas Classic. Yes. <laughs> awesome. If you don't know who Mr. Hanky's is, you, you don't, clearly do not watch South Park. <laughs> South Park's so good. I Mr. Hanky's Christmas Classics. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'll go. Uh, so I recently went and watched. Uh, I don't really go to the theaters all that much. I have to go watch you know, the big movies and you know blockbuster and uh, in, uh, in the summertime, and that's really it. And I don't really go back to movies until November and December. And uh, so we, I just watched uh, Trumbo and Spotlight. Ooh. Great, loved, mo- great movies. Loved Trumbo. Uh, I think every single actor needs to be recognized for that movie. Uh, John Goodman's amazing, but I think my my pick of the week is going to be Spotlight. Uh, I think choice. that my that and Mad Max are probably my favorite movies of the year so far. Um, it was powerful. Um, my only complaint is the music got annoying because it was just the same thing over and 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 over, and over again. It's the same piano, like little like like three measures over and over again. But um, Mark Ruffalo is phenomenal. Yes, he is. He really Mark is. Ruffalo can do no wrong. It's yes, amazing. He, he sounds just like Colin Quinn in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually curious to hear what the original guy that he's playing sounds like. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But uh, he's great. And Rachel McAdams annoys me a lot in a lot of movies. But she, in that movie, she didn't. Everybody in the movie is really good. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton's fantastic. And um, and um, uh, why am I forgetting his name? Mad Men. Um, oh, my God. Oh, John Slattery. John Slattery's great. He's so good in that role. He's so good. And uh, Lee Schreiber is amazing as always. He's easily one of the best actors right now. I mean, hands down, he. he anyways, yeah, spotlight, yeah, spotlight. Go see it. Okay. Uh, my pick, pick of the week is a holiday special I just watched a few day, days ago. Um, it's another telling of a Christmas Carol, but it's from 1938. Wow. Yeah, it's an old one, and it it uh it takes some artistic light uh license with some of the se- uh, scenes. There's definitely a few bits and pieces that aren't in the original book, but kind of help to play up just what an asshole Scrooge really is and how kind of downtrodden, but also, um, uh, what is it? Um, Bob Cratchit is at work, but how much he still tries to maintain, you know, those spirits when he's at home. And it, it does what I like in that Scrooge is really a hard sell throughout the spirits until the very end when he knows he's going to die. It's like the eighties version. Uh, 
uh, I forgot who with, but uh, yeah, basically he's just like bitching and moaning the whole time. Is it George W. <laughs> I forgot who it was Scott. Yeah, George yeah. W. Scott. Yeah, but, he, but yeah, he's just, he's that hard sell to right the very end. You know, I think a lot lot of retellings try try to make him oh like from the first ghost he's already like oh I've been bad. Like it's, even in no Scrooge no he's with, a dick uh, through the whole time yeah like but but yeah that. That's my pick. If you haven't seen seen it, it is old and it shows it, but it is it is very good. Very That's good, a good old pick. Mo- That's a cool pick. Movie. Alrighty, we got two more. All right, I guess I'll go. Um, since today's December 9th, a shout out to the Peanuts family. It's the 50th anniversary of a Charlie Brown Christmas. That's right, 1965. So shout out to all of you who have worked on it over the years. And then also another, I'm cheating here. I'm adding one more pick. Um, congratulations to Josh Groban and all the Grammy nominees um, for stages. In particular, is one of my favorite albums of 2015. He got best traditional pop vocals, I believe, on that in that little Josh category. Josh Groban's a cool dude. He is awesome. So awesome. He's the sweetheart when you meet him, and he has a great presence on stage. And so congratulations People just to love that entire him. team. Yeah. Like, everybody in Hollywood loves that guy. It's kind of funny too, because when he first came out, people didn't know what to make of him. Yeah. yeah. And then as soon as he started showing his funny side, yep. they go, "Oh, that's Josh Groban." Yeah. It was funny because when I took my mom to see the concert that we went to in October, um, for stages, I told him, "Well, he's not really—he's not a professional comedian, but he can pass as a stand-up anytime, if he wanted to." Anytime he hosts something on the BBC, it is so funny. So, so, so funny. <laughs> like, like that music game show. I forgot what it's called. Uh, it's, oh, my God. It's so good. They have comedians, and then they have, like, people from the music industry, and they ask, and, like, they basically do, like, a, uh, you know, it's like just a game show between them. He'll, he'll sometimes host that, and it's just so funny. Like, how big of a sensation is over there and here. But anyways, yeah. And we have one more. Jeff. All right. Jeff here. And I would have to say my particular uh, pick of the week would have to be a new pet that is available on Battle.net through Blizzard. It is called the it is called the Bright Paw, actually. It's a little cat that has it's, things it's so strapped cute. to it. And it's, <laughs> and it's uh, rune-based. And it has a little thing that you go for it. Now, give something magical to children in need by adopting Bright Paw today. From now until December 31st, 100% of Bright Paw's adoption fee, which is $10, will go to support Make-A-Wish, helping them grant the wishes of children throughout the world with life-threatening medical See, conditions. I fucking love Blizzard. That's so awesome. Do they have a dog version? Uh, just a cat version. Aww. Damn it. J- just a, just I'm a allergic cat to cats, so I'm going to wait for a dog version one day. <laughs> <laughs> On your WoW account? Yeah. <laughs> but, it like, is to- but it is okay. totally cute, and the funny thing about this little critter is is that she runs around so fast and everything, you try to catch her, and she, z- she zips like a little bullet here, here, and here, there, and everywhere. Is there a dog version? No, there's not a dog <laughs> no, version. Not yet. <laughs> but but, but keep asking it might work. Yeah, yeah you might might keep it. Oh, I see. Make a wish. I see. Yeah, I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Okay. So yes, Brightpaw, Blizzard, Battle.net, if you have an account, go ahead and buy it. It's ten dollars. And by doing it, you're supporting Make a Wish. Great cause. Yeah, and which and is a great, great cause. Nonprofit and they do wonderful things. Yep. All right. Thanks for tuning in. You can check out our other shows and offerings on iTunes. And don't forget to visit our new website, www.grandgeekgathering.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us. Send any comments, questions, or requests to grandgeekgathering at gmail.com. To stay updated on our network, like us on fa- Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twi- or Twitch TV. This show has been brought, brought to you by the Grand Geek Gathering Network. Join the gathering. Have a great week, and... GGG! Maxima. A lonely Jew. On Christmas. I got a rock, <laughs> which is a hollow, the Halloween special. Amazing. <laughs>